you know, we were talking in, you know, during the song about 36 Chambers and, you know, we could almost do a draft of 36 Chambers songs ranked and we could fill this thing up. That's how good the album is. But tell me yeah. why Demystery of Chess Boxing is, uh, is, your, is your number one, I guess, your I number would one say, 36 Chambers song. Uh, one thing, the lyricism, also the beats, also that intro, like the game of chess is like a sword fight. So, so good. Rama give it to you with no trivia, like cocaine straight from Bolivia. Are you kidding me? Yeah. There's something with like all those Wu-Tang intros where you hear them and you're like, I feel like I'm gaining wisdom. And like, it might be like faux wisdom or like whatever, but you're like, I, there's a, there's a mystery I'm unraveling here. No pun intended, but there's a, you know, there's, there's something, there's some, there's a, a knowledge at hand here. It is. And yeah, like that first album, I, like we said, when the song was playing, one of the albums I've listened to the most, it's funny too, because two of the guys uh, uh, were in jail for like part of the album. And like a lot of people think, you know, rappers, oh, whatever, whatever. Like a lot of the Wu-Tang were in jail for a lot of the time the albums were coming out. You know, everybody knows probably the story about ODB being in jail during the W and he only had the one line during conditioner and the one line during gravel pit. And he did it through the phones in the jail. Like these guys, ODB went to jail over 10 times. Like these guys weren't just faking it. They were all legitimately like street hustlers, except for method man. They were all street hustlers selling cocaine, like just trying to make a living. They were all trying to save up enough money to make a brick. Because if you got a brick, you could sell it, and then you were loaded. Well, like, and that, that's that what that's what comes through on Thirty Six Chambers, right? Like they're all still so close to that life in the same way that like uh, like Illmatic uh, by Nas just rings true, like it's genuine. Um, this is true too. Mm-hmm. We were saying like this this that whole album hits like just again we've said it a few times, but hits hard, and it's uh, you know it, every song it just has this this aggression to it. Uh, and you know, and that's because those guys were living that life and that, that's what they knew. And, it, and, the, and the, not only the lyricism, but just the beats and the way they put those songs together. Like it's a, it's a street fight. It's a punch in the face, you know, almost every song, uh, they, were, know, they were living the life. They weren't faking it. They were all in the, they were all in the struggle. Like all of them, you know, were a, like only a few of them actually lived in Staten Island, but a few emigrated to Staten Island, which is kind of, you know, the original uh, place of the Wu-Tang. And Staten Island was like apparently a weird place where you, once you got in, you couldn't really get out. Like it really was isolated. You either had to take like a 40 minute ferry and pay money to get off the island, or you had to take like the bus and which was a 30 minute bus ride. And so nobody was doing that. So it's funny that they all had this kind of conglomeration in this small sector of new york city where they all you know made their beats yeah and you know and it's um like i said it comes through authentically um you know on that entire album and i think you know if you want to talk about the the lifestyle they were living my next song here same album Mm -hmm. but again just encapsulates you know Mm -hmm. if, if one side of if one side of it is the you know um you know um, ain't nothing to fuck with and all those songs, yeah, you know, yeah, uh, bring the ruckus. Yeah. The other oh. song is that my next song here, which is the, you know, the other half of the equation, which is uh, cash rules, everything around me. Uh, 